0: Hey guys, it's Mark Lopez here. Um, Just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has been listening to the season so far. I know you guys haven't heard Thomas or I uh, basically this this whole time throughout uh, this, this rather short season that we've been putting together. Um, to give kind of everybody an update about what's going on, um, Thomas and I are, you know, still in school, um, but we are currently going to two different schools at the moment. Um, so we couldn't really have uh, a lot of time throughout the summer to kind of, uh, figure out some episodes, um, to get together and record. So we decided to think about some, some new ideas and stuff. And that's what, um, the, the guest hosts kind of came into the picture. Um, but don't worry. Be back soon together. We are uh, focusing on the future of the show uh, every day. Um, whenever we see each other, so um, we are still going strong, everybody. We we still kicking it over here. Um, but we wanted to say thank you so far for listening. Thank you for the support and for just enjoying um, some new voices that we've gotten to have on the show. We we've been, you know, very fortunate to to have them on and and kind of bring a new sort of uh you know again voices in the show that would be really cool to hear and everybody who we've had juni chris um ernesto they've just been fantastic and um they really made this season uh a lot easier for us um so we uh hoped that you liked it so this episode particularly was recorded a long long time ago um right before we were about to kick off the new season so this is kind of uh my version of of the episodes that we've been doing um i will be hosting today for this episode um with miss lauren Koval, living in new york city right now a recent graduate from the university of central florida um that just graduated with her bachelor's in stage management um we had a great time fun time like always over here on the show so we hope you guys enjoy everybody a little bit of an introduction i met lauren um back in 2017 um i remember this so well i don't know why don't ask me why i remember i walked in um into the dr phillips center and uh you were working as a stage manager right or as an assistant stage manager. yeah and uh basically i i went in and when you walk in you know they have like security come and get you and then you kind of talk to the stage managers about like where you're going to go like where they need you for that day and I remember there was one other person and then there was Lauren and so like immediately like if you ever meet Lauren if anyone meets Lauren she's like the sweetest kindest nicest person ever like she immediately she was like what's your name and I was like (laughs) Mark and it was was absolutely (laughs) crazy because like Someone with that energy just, like, gave it to me, like, right away. And I was like, I, I had to be ready. I had to be ready. But um, we met there. Um, and I don't think – I honestly don't know how we managed to stay in contact all these years.
1: I really I, don't. I think we just did a little, like, what's your snap dance. I think, <laughs> and right? We, yeah. I, I, I don't even know how. I, don't I mean, even... we, we, like, did the show, the whole, like, applause right. awards as a showcase – thing and that just was time for everybody so
0: yeah and so we 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 did that together and so I think like that was like that brief moment and then we just did not see each other because like after that first day or two like uh all of us were all just rehearsing so there was no time to talk to anybody really except for the people around you um Mm -hmm. but um very excited to have Lauren on Lauren is recently graduated. And now she's living in go New York <laughs> City. Um, you graduated as a stage manager, yes?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in the BFA stage management program at UCF. And how did that go for you? Uh, it was great. I Nothing in me, like I grew up in Orlando and have been doing theater in Orlando like since I was 10 years old. So mm. I really didn't want to go to college in florida as well but like financially it was just the move uh so i decided to go to ucf and try out the stage management bfa and little did i know that um the professor there is a broadway stage manager of 30 years so she her name's claudia she is the best and she's so knowledgeable and she's just such a good teacher and we bonded immediately and i got really lucky because i learned um The Broadway structure of stage managing in like every aspect like literally from like the page the first page of the first draft of a play to like the closing day of like a long-running Broadway show so I got really lucky but it was awesome (laughs) yeah
0: and so immediately after that Lauren packed up her bags moved to New York and then Mm. like literally within two months you started working on a show for HBO Max. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. Um. Crazy. It was actually my eighth day. So like my eighth day in the city, I got a call from a friend who I worked with uh, on an internship like two years prior. And she, uh, a lot of people, a lot of theater people for background uh, made the switch to film, uh, television film when uh, the pandemic hit and right. everything's, obviously shut down but then film came back way sooner and it was uh suddenly like possible to have a few actors and a few cameramen and a few crew in a room together and outside like shooting for tv and movies uh whereas like theater is just a whole different ball game so uh, a lot of people made that switch uh so my friend alex she's a stage manager in new york uh she started working Um, on a TV show called Younger with Sutton Foster that's the like the big thing about the show but anyway so she (laughs) started working on that and then she worked on like Russian Doll on Netflix and then she started working on this show called Search Party Uh, they were filming season five um, and all of the shows that I just mentioned uh, film in New York City Uh, there's not a lot of film in New York as a whole but there's always about like six or seven shows filming uh, like consistently. And if you walk through the city at any given day, you will definitely see some filming. Mm. Um, They put up signs around the city that's like no parking. And then the the trick is on those little no parking signs, they say what show in very small print they're filming for. So if you ever see like a big yellow or pink sign on the street that says like no parking because blah, blah, blah always look because you might see like a show that you like I don't know I was walking um literally today I was walking on Ninth Ave and I saw that Law and Order was filming in front of our office for the next three days and I was like awesome
0: anyway crazy
1: yeah we um I spiraled already this is going great
0: (laughs) (laughs) no that's crazy I just like it I I've gone a couple times um and Thomas and I have gone before together and like just to know that like just in any given street at any given day they're filming I just it's so surreal to me to still think that was it surreal to you to just kind of know that like this was just a regular busy street and now they're just (sighs) using that yeah the whole film
1: film as a whole New York yes absolutely yeah so I I got a call from Alex uh, back to the story and she was like hey we just lost a, a production assistant on a search party and we need to hire someone like starting tomorrow can you do it and I was like sure and I really knew nothing about anything else I didn't know the hours or anything I knew the pay which was really good for <laughs> someone who lived in Florida working her like almost minimum wage escape room job and like insomnia cookies. And I worked like pretty much minimum wage. Um, and the minimum wage in Florida is way lower than New York city because of the cost of living and whatnot. Right. Uh, so that already I was like, like money bags in my eyes, Mr. Crab style. <laughs> so I was like, hell yeah. Heck yeah. I, <laughs> um, I'm in. And so I started immediately on set and there is on a film set, uh, depending on the size of the show or the movie, uh, they have a bunch of production assistants who basically do like PAs for short, short mm. are in every department uh, from camera, grip, lighting, sound, props, scenery, mm. set dressing, uh, what a, like costumes, uh, the actual like directing department. Uh, so the PAs that the the group of PAs that I was in was at first uh, health and safety. So mm. I was a COVID like we call ourselves the COVID PAs, um, and basically we were responsible for holding actors' masks and turning on air scrubbers to help airflow, okay. and uh, organizing and coordinating testing the entire. Cast and crew had to be tested three times a week on site, Oof. uh, yeah, so that was a lot. And the did crew... you guys
0: also had to get tested, yeah,
1: oh yeah. yeah, right, yeah,
0: right, that Everyone. Makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: I th- that would be really funny if like the health and safety team <laughs> not, didn't did get, tested. <laughs> get tested. <laughs> um, and then we obviously like PPE everywhere, we had Matt, we were just like shoving out masks and hand sanitizer to everyone all the time and it, it really our job was just to help keep it as safe as possible and like also yeah. enforcing mask wearing because um a year into the pandemic more than a year i don't i don't know time is time is nothing at this right point
0: now. <laughs> yeah
1: like 2 years i don't i don't know but somewhere in there people don't want to wear masks still mm-hmm. and it's so funny even when wow. they're on the job I, I can't. So yeah, that was our job. Uh, But then I eventually moved into the uh, set PA role, which is more of assisting like the actual uh, scenes that are being filmed at the time. Uh, So it's primarily like locking up streets, which means uh, locking up is a term that just means nobody can come in and out like random people on the street will try to like come in the middle of your scene and you just have to be like no Stay <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah away
1: please uh, and that can be fun my my like first time ever doing a lockup outside uh, we were on a street in Brooklyn and um, <laughs> someone called me some very choice words uh, and it was a man like that had a stroller with no baby in it. So that was oh, all right. Wow. Like well, like red hey. flag.
0: <laughs> well, is that where you were originally going to when you were in the city? Cuz you said you were there for 8 days prior. Yeah, where sure. what were you originally there going?
1: For? Ah. F- <laughs> <laughs> um so I was actually going Well, my plan was like obviously to move at some point Mm -hmm. uh, post graduation because like my ultimate goal and uh, like dream Mm -hmm. dream that I made a goal uh, is to be a stage manager on Broadway Mm -hmm. uh, in any capacity. But I originally got a job, or I was offered a job for this workshop. Uh, in new york city called mom's the musical and it was an investor workshop and it was uh very it was only like a three-week process only eight rehearsals it was going to be a very short thing we were like rehearsing and performing in uh ripley greer studios which is like a big um
0: i have heard of studio. Yes. yeah, yeah. I know. Exactly yeah it's like about. very confusing um yeah area. but yeah that crazy <sighs> area just like uh, rooms after rooms and
1: Oh, I don't yeah. Even know where
0: anything is.
1: Um, yes. yeah, yeah. You might have gone for like college auditions or something. Maybe something like that. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, they do a lot of that. But anyway, so I got this, the stage manager role. And if you could see me right now, I would be doing air quotes because uh, I ended up doing like, I was the prop supervisor. I collected the props. I like organized everything. I ended up doing a little. A lot of things Um, (laughs) just because like when, when you're doing something so new, uh, when you're doing new work in general, there's often not a big budget because you don't have investors yet uh, because you have to like show people what you're doing and like what the show is and the script before they want to give you money basically.
0: So that's so um, interesting. That's so, so then how, so how does that go about it whenever they look for people to help within the project? like funding I, like, yeah right because like I was assuming because you would be offered to go to this workshop so then where would they get the funding to even just do the workshop if they don't have well, investors
1: yeah maybe
0: I'm yeah. wrong that. I don't know <laughs> that's this is um, all new to me like that's crazy that like because like that, it would make sense because I've heard like you obviously need the investment to get the show on the, <laughs> the street And then just even getting the show in the workshop is
1: probably a lot in itself, I would say. So that's a really good question, and it is, like, the question of all questions. Like, how do I start, like, if I need $1,000, for example, to put this on, where do I get $1,000? Like, how do I put it on to put it on to show people that they want to put it on? Like, produce... (laughs) Producing and funding in theater is just, like, a wild thing. Um, There's – The Business of Broadway is a book that you can buy, uh, like, at any online bookstore. Barnes & Noble has it. Um, The – like, everywhere has it. But it's a great book if you want to, like, really dive into, like, producing and funding and stuff. I don't know if you're interested in that. Uh, But basically, if you're putting – so the composer and – uh, the writer and creator of the show, Mom's the Musical, she had to f- find the funding, like, pretty much within herself to get it up. Um, so paying, obviously, the actors and the creative team was, right. like, their number one priority just to, like, give us something, you know, like, they, they didn't want – they want to pay, like, artists yeah, for their work. for sure. Um. But then the rest of it was just her, like, fundraising herself and, like, um, family, friends from her hometown and just, like, uh, asking larger companies for donations and, like, getting uh, deals with the rehearsal studio if, like, we used it this many times and whatever. Oh. Um, but you you have to be resourceful, I'm sure. I as as a composer producer like putting something new on its feet like you've got to just kind of be like young scrappy
0: and hungry there you go there you go our final artist shout out tales from tampa florida Jalissa camacho is a new artist working on canvas art through her own style of painting i myself got her very first commission as i am a big my hero fan and absolutely love her design and we hope you can support her new journey into making art visit jalissa galleria on instagram for any commissions or inquiries the link will be on the episode description jalissa galleria canvassed by jalissa camacho
1: so moms the musical was really fun it's really fun it's obviously a very uh niche like title um you would think that like moms, yeah. um, it's pretty much for moms but it's also for people who have moms mm. and people who don't have moms mm. uh there it's just really it's, it was great oh. i
0: and then that's going on right now that's that's being worked on at the moment
1: to no get actually it was a very quick process. So I did it for two weeks and in the middle of one of the rehearsals is when I uh, got the call to start working on search party season five. Uh, so that was only uh, what literally it was one afternoon in a studio. We put on the show with like lights, some lights and sound, wow. uh, some costumes, some props, but uh, Kelly, the composer and everyone else, we, and in- they invited, Producers and like people in the theater industry that they knew, or people of people they knew that could possibly like invest in the show,
0: right?
1: Um, things like that. So that's then, then, then it ended. So now it's just kind of like a waiting game. (laughs) New work is always a waiting game, but so, um, it's it's in my heart and on my keychain, but. I am not really doing anything with Mom's Musical, but it got me here. And yeah. honestly, I'm really happy and grateful because if I hadn't taken that little new opportunity, I would not have gotten to work on Search Party. Mm-hmm. And then- um,
0: I know, yeah. After- and then from there, yeah. Uh, go, go yeah. <laughs> No, that's fine. I know exactly <laughs> where you're going. I know exactly where you're going.
1: Yeah, so I didn't come to New York for- Film, I came for theater. Uh, so actually through Search Party I got to reconnect with a friend, a stage manager that I had worked with also a few years ago and he, uh, his name's Jacob, and he put me up for a COVID safety job uh, on Broadway. Oh. <laughs> so uh, through his recommendation uh, because he was uh, offered the role and he accepted it as the COVID safety manager of Hades Town Broadway. And they, uh, the general management firm RCI was looking for an assistant to kind of assist all of the shows and the COVID safety managers, uh, CSMs for short uh, mm-hmm. on all of the projects. So he put me up for that. Uh, it was really quick and I got an email asking like, Hey, can we talk on the phone? It was one of the general managers um the one the general manager of Hadestown uh she kind of just did a really quick little interview, and then I got the job the next morning. It was like a twenty four hour turnaround. It was really crazy, and I was sitting on set of search party when I did the interview i like took, like, a 10-minute oh. break, did the interview, and then the next morning I was working when I got the, like, acceptance, and it was just really awesome because, uh, like, I have loved Broadway and musicals and plays for so long, and I'm, I've always been such an avid theater goer, uh, so half of my dream kind of like came true in the least sappy way possible or i don't know it is sappy it is sappy but whatever i am now like it is my third third week working on broadway mm-hmm. um i'm working on Town, broadway and tour uh ain't too proud broadway uh not the tour yet but who knows? Because that's coming back as well. Uh, Chicken and Biscuits, which is a new Broadway play. Um, fun fact about Chicken and Biscuits. Uh, there are a ton of Broadway debuts happening from that play. And that's a lot for one Broadway show. And mm-hmm. it's playing uh, at the Circle in the Square Theater, uh, where Once on this Island was, if you Mm-hmm, recall, mm-hmm. uh and that opens soon so that's really exciting uh and i'm also working on jagged little pill um all in all yeah. helping so with four like four
0: different things all at the same time that's insane that's yeah insane. and
1: well because i'm like assisting and i'm yeah. not like the only safety manager i right. can like yeah
0: because that because that intertwines between every all the mm-hmm. like, the whole yeah okay because that makes a lot of sense because like I was thinking at first it'd probably be just one for each show or for each theater that they have. But I was like, it probably makes sense if they just use one underlying.
1: Yeah. And I,
0: I would assume it would make a lot more sense.
1: In my uh, humble opinion. I think that. uh, Like people who allocate money to departments and hiring people. uh, On Broadway and like in the theater industry in general are not are still figuring out uh how much it really costs to be safe um mm, and yes. covid has among all of the things that it has messed up uh the it's really messed with some budgets like it oh, it's wow. a lot of money it's just uh, like masks ppe in general um covid testing paying people to go get covid tested um there's just so many things that cost money about it, uh, like hiring a COVID safety manager and then some, uh, like with the weekly salary equal to that of a stage manager, sometimes it, it kind of is more or less, but that's a whole other can of worms. Um, right. It's a lot of money. So uh, I'm really glad that they hired me as an assistant because I've been like really trying to support uh, the COVID managers as well as the like stage management and company management and general mm-hmm. management teams of these shows because everyone is so overwhelmed. Like Broadway is back, but it is uh, it is a lot for behind yeah, the scenes. It's a imagine. lot to put it back up.
0: Well and, yeah, I, I can imagine and just like in general how you were saying just to even through the protocols for you know filming Search party is just crazy enough in Mm -hmm. itself because it's yeah, that's totally, yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. Is there, is there like um uh since you've been there, um how how's it been for you personally taking it all in? You know, because like what what have you seen now as far as like now that you're walking into these places, is there something that you're kind of aware now? just in general being now kind of in the system for yourself and just like as far as being in it
1: um yeah <laughs> i'm learning a lot about the industry both honestly like both the film and theater industry
0: is there anything actually that took you that kind of like took you back a little bit you're like whoa like, i was like i didn't this is like all new to me uh
1: the speed of new york of broadway is so different than like i guess just the flow and speed of really new york city in general compared to florida like everyone is always in a rush everyone's always in a hurry things need to happen so quickly like right. and it, it just feel everything is more urgent in my opinion do you prefer
0: uh, it that way for you for you
1: yeah, I I think I I like to think that I thrive in chaos and like chaotic situations um in the way that I like de de-escalate the chaos I guess. Mm-hmm. Um but that like that's kind of the point of a stage manager and that's that's what I learned in college and that's what I've been practicing so I like I use a lot of stage management in my like covid safety job. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of talking to people. Oh, Absolutely. people are mean. People <laughs> oh. are meaner in New York. Um. Really, I would not have gotten that. I mean, like I know they
0: always got a bad rap, but like I guess all, of all the times I've gone, I, I haven't really experienced it. But like, like yeah, what is is it? Is it different for you? Is it like
1: yeah? I a hate a lot to, more extreme
0: over here, over there.
1: I hate like trust me, there are a holes in Florida, and there are a holes in New York, and I guess just they're everywhere. But, um. I don't know. I feel like um, when I would like pull up to Publix and I would bump my cart into someone, it would be like, oh, I'm sorry. And we would both just like smile or something. But if I were to bump my cart, first of all, I have yet to see a cart in any New York City grocery store I've been to. But if there was a cart and if I bumped into another cart, it would probably be more of a uh, middle fingers and oh. choice words in my face. Um, I mean, oh my God. people in the theater industry like tend to not be as extreme that way. Mm. Um, it's more random people that like you, like strangers, like mm. I've gotten, God, God, I have some Subway stories and I've only been here a few months. Like it's crazy. People oh. just yell in your face. <laughs> um, but yeah, people, even in, in theater well, there's just I guess less room for small talk maybe and I'm still understand. getting used to that
0: yeah uh, that is kind of whoa maybe whoa. yeah 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 I guess that kind of makes sense there's just no time
1: yeah there's no time because time is money and money is hard to come by yeah. with <laughs> <No time. laughs>
0: I feel you I feel you stage managing from what I've experienced from the outside point of view and what I've what I've learned and what I had uh, processed when I was in high school for sure it's it's a different beast stage managing is not easy it's uh I I I would assume uh it's there's a lot more than uh you know if you're putting like a, a regular show together it's it's there's a lot more that you have to do
1: Sure. I mean, that's like, that's a really nice perspective. Like we, I, I feel like as stage managers, we don't always get like the the actor point of view of, oh, you do so much. So that's really sweet to hear.
0: Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, like it it, it definitely, like, I, um, I just remember, you know, because uh, Thomas and I went to the same high school together and um, we were very fortunate to have such a really um, focused group as far as putting, you know, the best quality shows we could at a high school degree, you know, and a lot of people really enjoyed what we did. And um, just alone, um, knowing um, the technical aspects of putting shows together, it's a whole different beast. It's a whole different atmosphere. Um, and it's definitely, if anything, like for actors, I guess for, it's more of just like just playing around and just putting on a nice show. But nah, 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 nah. No. If, really, if you really see, no, but I really believe that if you really see like what you guys have to do, like there's a lot more. Like you guys put that paint together and then we're just kind of like moving around on it, you know? So oh like gosh. with stage oh. management, I saw some of the people, you know, that, you know, I'm still friends with now that stage manage some of the shows. And I remember talking to our theater directors and I'm like, like, that, like that's a lot. And I'm like, but, and so they would just say, yeah, but this is nothing compared to if they were doing something else at a conservatory or a national theater in a specific city like San Francisco or New York or something like that. It's a whole different beast.
1: Oh, yeah. Theater directors loved, high school everyone. theater directors love to be like, well, if this was professional, oh my gosh, I've heard that so many times. But, so, <laughs> but yeah, you guys have I a mean, lot.
0: You guys have a lot to do. Because you guys fre- got to deal with basically everyone.
1: Oh, I definitely think that like stage management is crazy. Uh, in, like it, it can get intense and there are tons of duties. Um, it's kind of a joke among the stage management community that when, when um, non theater people ask you as a stage manager, what does a stage manager do? You kind of just sit there and you're like everything (laughs) see that everything because there's so many things like i we do have lists somewhere like um especially in school we like part of part of the curriculum is like actually like figuring out step by step every single thing that we have to do so that we can write it down and uh, make sure we do it in the future but um uh, something that you like brought up that i want to touch on is i think that actors have like it's not easy and you know what was your high school show your senior show I couldn't think of it and I uh, need it was it fiddler
0: maybe. Yes
1: yes 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 <laughs> yes oh my god I'm getting flashbacks <laughs>
0: <know>. me too <laughs> oh
1: my god um, but I think that acting and singing and dancing has on stage has its own challenges and that's why I respect. Um, the actors that I work with so much and Uh, part of a stage manager's, like, main job is to support the performers and the show in general, but that also means the actors because without the actors on stage doing their thing, happy and healthy, uh, you don't have a show.
2: Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> uh, it's all fun and games with the stage managers, designers, director, everyone backstage, but, like, the second you don't have actors, you've got a stage with everyone, like, kind of looking at each other.
2: Yeah, um.
1: Yeah. So I, as a stage manager really focus on um like is, is it interpersonal or intra internal it's already
0: into interpersonal yeah
1: inter communication yeah god god <laughs> like I, right? I, I need to go back i've been out of school for too long <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> something <laughs> no, like um, something
0: along those lines
1: i so i really try to focus on uh communication like, on a personal level beyond just the professional, like, aspect of rehearsal with the actors that I work with because I want them to feel supported. Uh, and, like, it's easier to do that if you know another person as a human, not just as, like, the big bad stage manager.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you'll find maybe maybe this isn't the case with your high school, but I found with my high school experience, like, uh, the stage manager felt... Uh, more of a like be quiet backstage role which is totally valid because looking back on it everyone just needed to shut up like you Mm. literally could hear like there is a reason why you had to be quiet backstage and it's not following it is silly but uh there was kind of like a stereotype that it was uh the stage manager was the one yelling at everyone else Mm. being like be quiet
2: right. uh,
1: and that's the complete opposite in the professional world you like never want to yell at a cast as a stage manager you never want to really yell at anyone um, and right. of course there are moments where you have to like take charge of Absolutely. the room yeah. and carry the rehearsal or like move on with the tech or whatever uh, meet our deadlines like we make a schedule the stage managers make the schedule therefore we have to stick to the schedule um, and that that's so, in the interest of the director. But um, to so. step off my soapbox, I think that actors do a lot too, just in a very different <laughs> way than stage managers do. There's really no one, like, I mean, there's really no job, I feel like, that isn't, like, super intense and busy in theater. Theater is such a, a hands-on, like, soul-grabbing job
0: <laughs> absolutely Hobby, yeah, yeah. career
1: whatever absolutely. like passion whatever it is to you
0: you have done within a span of time wow just like some fantastic one it's crazy 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 um are what, what what's what what are you kind of looking forward to going into the holidays
1: holidays yeah like just going like, to
0: like for like the rest of oh just what, you're right what is that what that's no, those are
1: um, right. No, literally, that's actually um funny. Like I don't know, that's an interesting thing because it's been on my mind actually. Um, all of a sudden, like fall fall scents are at Bath and Body Works, so now I'm like, oh my god, it's the it might as well be Christmas. <laughs> um, I don't know. If I'm even gonna get to go home for the holidays which is so sad but you like Bro- it
0: in the, like, New York I mean that's kind of yeah
1: fun. that is yeah. kind of
0: cool it, if there's any Broadway, other way to spend yeah. New York is definitely a spot
1: oh absolutely and like it'll be so cool I'm sure and like seeing snow ah, on Christmas oh, yeah, it, that would it be not cool. being 80 degrees on Christmas whoa what um Do you prefer the but, cold no no no
0: no Oh yeah. I,
1: oh I think I just hate both I hate oh. both extremes uh it's I hate the heat the extreme heat but also every time that I can remember like like I went to Utah in like late December oh. and That's that dry
0: it, heat. it
1: was freezing oh. it was in December like Utah gets. So much snow and it snowed and it was so cold. And I was like, I think I hate both. Uh, <laughs> so I think I need just like a nice uh, New York City fall forever. Yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, I have started planning one of like four Halloween costumes already. So rad,
0: rad, rad, rad. Yes, look like, out like- for that. <laughs> <laughs> Around this time that me and Lauren reported this, this is September. And so this is November, if you guys are listening to this. So Halloween by this point might have passed. So Lauren, for sure, oh might God. have picked one of the four as <laughs> for what? Oh the,
1: my yeah. God. No, I'm doing all four. Oh, all, yes, all you're totally night. right. So my Halloween pictures will most likely be up on my Instagram, which I'm sure you will plug for me. <laughs>
0: yeah, all, of the, all of the same night. All of the same night. Oh, yeah that's so um,
1: and there's like that's one thing about New York there is so much to do all the time like it's actually oh, yes. overwhelming like being a 22 year old who like I I by nature I'm social I like even like throughout college high school I was always I I love being busy I love hanging out with people I don't like being alone and I don't like unless it's a very special occasion, I don't like to just be by myself in my room. Yeah. I I like to be doing stuff um, and going to parties, like pre-pandemic, going to parties and going to clubs (laughs) and bars, um, legally not drinking because I wasn't 21. There being, there's tons of like outdoor bars and outdoor scenes and like events that like are very much COVID safe because uh, New York is, yeah how's it doing
0: over there like how's how's everything going oh
1: i mean the delta variant is very alive and well Mm -hmm. um and it's really scary and people aren't taking it seriously still um like working in health and safety like my whole job my whole employment is covid safety which is really crazy so in a sense obviously i'm like glad i'm employed right now but it's um it's scary to, to see how people are still not treating it. Like, like it's a real deadly disease um, and the variants keep coming out of the woodworks. Um, so that's also worrisome, but anyway, uh, New York is doing way better than Florida. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, I won't even
0: uh, argue uh, on you with that. Cause that's definitely true. <laughs> I definitely won't even go there
1: with, with Florida's governor, but.
0: Huh. Definitely. But um. <laughs> Damn, but it's so good that like just within this time frame you've been able to like steadily adjust yourself and all that sense. Um, mm. I think Miss Lord Cobalt, I sure. know you are a very, very busy individual. You are constantly working. In that time frame, do you have any hobbies that you get to do whenever you have the chance?
2: Yeah.
0: On the side that you you do sure. while you're Tons. not at work yeah
1: um so before i moved here my favorite thing to do uh was going to the beach and going my my best friend and her family whom i've known since birth we lived next to each other like growing up she's like her name's samantha she's my literal best friend like forever um like basically sisters um but her family has some boats and some jet skis, so oh, that nice. that was a big all of those things, big hobbies of mine. Um, going boating, yeah, going to the beach, going boating, going jet skiing, um, even on the lake in her backyard, oh. uh, and so all that, all all the beach things. I used to be tan, but now I sit <laughs> in a theater most of the time, so boo. I agree. Um, but I, I've been getting into, well, lately, this is bad. I've been doing a lot of shopping, okay? Okay. I've been doing uh, a lot of shop online right. shopping and shopping. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, work has really taken over my life since I moved here. Yeah, um, sure. But I, I've also been doing a lot of exploring the city and stuff. Um,
0: is there any cool spots you've found since you've been there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, nice, nice. I love – there's this one. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, when my best friend, Samantha, helped me move up here, we went to the Central Park Zoo because oh, we love nice. animals and we love the zoo. And as her, like, present uh, – her, like, were separating forever and moving across <laughs> the country from each other. Present was a zoo membership uh, for me. So it, I – got a year-long zoo pass that is good Whoa. for all four zoos in new york oh, nice. uh, so it's the bronx zoo which is the biggest and like coolest That's of them all which i haven't been to yet uh the central park zoo the queen zoo and then the prospect park zoo and i've only been to the central park one and this membership gets me and a guest in for free every oh. day of the oh. year literally for a year
0: oh not even wow any no day.
1: any day Come to New York right now, and we will go to the zoo on I'm my going. next day off.
0: I am going. I am going. Uh, after after have, this is off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have penguins and uh, yeah, bears. they got the
0: Madagascar
1: penguins. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, duh. Like, that's literally, <laughs> like, the zoo. They have their little that's- statues up. It's very cute. Is it exactly
0: kind of how it look? Like, I'm not saying, I don't want to say the movie. kind of made it look exactly like it but is it kind of similar in that same
1: oh yeah (laughs) absolutely they really did a really like phenomenal job of animating the Central Park Zoo I've always (laughs) loved the
0: penguins from Madagascar
1: so another cool spot that I I think is going to be one of my new so I think the zoo obviously is going to become like a comfort place for me because it, it it was gifted to me by my bestie in Florida and um, it's free, <laughs> and animals are cute and wonderful and pure. So for there's sure. that. Um, but also the Natural Museum of History, uh, Night at the Museum, those films there. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I
0: love Night at the Museum. There
1: you go. That's that's really? its claim to fame. But uh, they have so many amazing exhibits. I've already been uh, three times in, oh, in and yeah. like, and that's a lot for me because I probably since I moved here, I probably had like. 10 days off in all because I've just been, well, and I don't mean to complain because I'm so freaking lucky to have had work since I moved here.
0: Sure.
1: Uh, like it's insane, but yeah, I've, I haven't had that much time off, but I go to the natural museum uh, of history a lot because it's amazing and it's got a million floors. Uh, but the coolest exhibit that they have right now is the gem and mineral exhibit. It's like brand Ooh. new and it's just a bunch of rocks really cool right. rocks and rocks gems are rad, bro. they are and I didn't really like I wasn't into rocks per se before this exhibit but now I'm like all about the the stones and and um the textures but also some of the textures like looking at them in the exhibit may be like cringe I don't know
0: oh, rocks are cool they but they're
1: also weird yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can be a little yeah especially yeah they're a little strange
1: have yes, you seen right. the the tiktok or is it a vine no it's a tiktok damn um, about rocks no the my child is fine my child rocks no like my <laughs> child is like having texture issues like my child is fine oh. like can't wear a sweater i don't know gosh i'm like oh i make tiktoks
2: that's, oh, a hobby. that's, all right. that's, that's kind
1: that's of an funny. embarrassing hobby because my tiktoks are not good but i don't um, really know
0: how it works but like is it do you like <laughs> <laughs> do you like? Do you? How does that work? So do you like find it, and then th- you can like add it as a filter? Is that like how that works?
1: Um. Well, there's there's sounds. On, I can't believe you don't oh, know
0: sounds, sounds. You are
1: you're <laughs> making me laugh right now. Yeah. So there's <laughs> TikTok sounds that get popular, oh, and sometimes it's like you like like I lip see. like
2: voiceover. You just, you sometimes you over dub
1: it. or whatever. I don't. I don't even know how to. Do. Why why can't I describe TikTok to you right now? But I don't know. It's fun. You should download it. Um, it's really addicting. And then you find the algorithm of TikTok will like find videos that literally relate to you so much right. that you're gonna be like, okay, my my FBI agent is really on it.
0: Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> too
1: too relatable. Find you
0: immediately.
1: <laughs> I feel you, I feel you.
0: <laughs> ah, well, that's cool. That's cool. I mean that's I mean, that's cool too. That even if you don't have time to do your leisurely strolls you still get to stroll around the city and like I've always been envious of New York being like the melting pot of just any experiment that we can try just put it in the city and see True. it
2: and oh it, they're God. just gonna
0: put it in there and then most of the times they're really really cool because either they're free or if it's like a small admission fee and then in general too the city already has really cool stuff that by the time you hit a year probably living in the city, you probably haven't even touched the surface of what mm-hmm. they can offer. So that's really, really cool.
1: That is a really true fact. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have not been anywhere. And and my job right now like requires me to go around the city a lot um, and buy like things, supplies that we need for the right, shows. Right. But I really feel like I have not even scratched the surface of like everything like there's so many parks and and you have to walk everywhere which is also something that I have not fully gotten used to I kind of miss my car I miss driving uh but you have to walk everywhere and it makes everything seem so much bigger like it makes it seem like in my mind at least that there is so much more to like the city geographically is very small (laughs) but it seems like there's so much um, yeah, because it's all and, clumped together, so close. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And New York is, like, the place for, like, weird and immersive things. And, like, there there was this experience, um, immersive experience, pre-pandemic. It's reopening soon, but it's called Sleep No More. And mm. it is uh, immersive, like, adaption rendition of McBee, like, very loosely based. Um, but it's basically, mm. like set in a five floor warehouse and the actors in this thing uh like acted out on these floors and they made the sets look like actual real places so like there's a dining room and like a house floor and then you like go up a floor and it's like a a a street with like stores and stuff and um there's like a, a graveyard which is really scary and then there's also uh an asylum floor Ooh. which is also really scary it's not meant to be scary but it's just creepy because you just kind of walk around by yourself and there's actors Ooh. on every floor performing scenes from McBee. um wow and what an interesting way to yeah they interact with you they like touch you with it's weird, but it's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm at a loss, but I'm definitely going to go when it reopens. I think that of all the advice that I've gotten throughout college and like starting my professional life, um, being kind has always been like the forefront of anything that you need to do. And, the, the in the theater industry in life like just doing everything with kindness is something that I try really hard to do and i I think that it's the best advice that I can like pass on to anyone uh, that wants to work in theater especially or film uh, at all it's very important to be nice in in everyday life because there's just so much hate and terrible things Like things going on, um, the least we can do is be kind to each other. But especially in theater and film, um, kindness really goes a long way. Uh, And I could say so many words on that, but I will just say that. And also uh, anyone who actually might want to know more about stage managing, uh, whether it be theater or uh, working on a film set as a PA or like how to get into film and or theater or anything like that in New York, uh, I am happy to share some info on, uh, I would love to, uh, something that they say a lot uh, in the theater industry, like from professional to professional is is um, like, share the wealth, uh, put your friends up for work, uh, share knowledge, uh, you're teaching, you're always teaching the like next generation. Um, and I think that's super important. Um, there's no reason to not share the knowledge of how to get into the film industry. Uh, it need, like it's part of making theater and film more accessible working in these industries needs to be more accessible because I don't know, to me, it's always felt like I could like, there's no way in, you have to know someone, but, um, it is like that, but it's changing and there are ways. So, um, I'm always available, like maybe my email will be linked somewhere at some point. Um, Perfect. Uh, Yeah, and you can always email me and ask me questions. I like to talk about theater and film, and yeah, mic drop. My name is Lauren Koval. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and this has been The Power of Four.
0: And now presenting, Sarah Ontaneda.